Hello. <laughs> Are we recording? I think we're recording. <laughs> we better be because it's been a while. Holy shit. <laughs> Hi, this is Sam. And this is Veer. Welcome back to the Tuesday Wine Club. Season 2. <laughs> where we chat with experts from a variety of disciplines about their experiences. Or I mean sometimes to just shoot the shit over a glass of wine. In other episodes, you can also find us discussing relevant pop culture moments during those rare times when Taylor Swift hasn't released a new album. Did you mean red or do you are you asking about what's coming next because we thought about this? We're, we're not talking about this right now. But if you're just joining the club, ask yourself, have you ever wanted to work in creative industries but don't know how to get started. Do you like to listen to inane conversations about pop culture or do you just want an excuse to drink wine? A glass, a bottle, it doesn't matter. Honestly, that's why I'm still here. <laughs> if so, this is the podcast for you. In the second installment of these chapters, you already know we like to call them chapters. We're continuing to talk to people who are killing it in the industries from fashion and beauty to design and so so much more. You are not ready. Additionally, you get regular updates on how we're navigating the city from nights in Brixton, maybe shortage in the afternoon. And I do love high tea stories from Muni and the West End. Well done. <laughs> so- well done. So sit back, pour yourself a nice glass, hit subscribe, tell all your friends and join us every week for a new session of the Tuesday Wine Club. Because Tuesday is clearly not too early for the glass of wine and Sam, I should be a comedy writer. Babes, I won't push it too far. Ooh. Six months? Six months? Uh, no, no, Five it's months. not been six months. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. How are you, Veer? I'm good. I totally didn't speak to you yesterday or <laughs> a Wait, few days. Wait, we didn't speak yesterday? <laughs> day before, day before. My bad. <laughs> no, not even day before Okay, Friday. Friday. Was it Friday? Uh, yeah, that's when we did the secret thing that they will hear about. I feel like we can tell them without divulging into too many details. I mean, I guess. Maybe we start with what has changed. Okay. Well, Sam and I moved across the world again <laughs> i mean sam again but like but yeah no so we moved sam can you tell the audience our loyal 50 listeners <laughs> why, <laughs> we, why we, you moved to london <laughs> um i moved in the hopes of catching taylor swift and have studies no <laughs> i moved to study my ma i'm studying fashion business management i'm very excited and as of tomorrow, I start working for one of the brands I have coveted for the longest time. She's so, this, she says tomorrow at the time of recording. By the time oh you're yeah. listening to this, she's... I, I would have been there for a month. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe less. Maybe it less. Depends on how fast we are with this edit. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a life of chaos. It really is. Veer, why are you here? Uh, I'm here. I'm doing a master's in illustration at UAL. It's cute. It's fun. I'm living my best pretentious art student life. I'm. He really is. He walks around with a tote bag. I've always walked around with a tote bag. Yeah, but more so here. <laughs> no, you just see me more here. But also, I now refer to what I do as my practice. So. Ooh, oh, okay. Clearly, clearly, I'm as pretentious art sco- art school as it gets. It really is. So yeah, I mean, I also, to be honest, moved here in the hopes of like following the London boy trail and finding Taylor Swift hiding or lurking we in a corner somewhere. We still haven't done our London boy like tour by the it'll way. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll probably happen when it's like less cold out. 
Oh yeah, the, it, it's one degree now. The sun now sets at three uh, thirty p.m. Although I may or may not still be sipping on an iced coffee. Little ASMR for you. Behave yourself. I had nineteen ice cubes in this. Don't tell my mom. This is in a very public recording. This is hoping my mother actually ends up listening to this episode. <laughs> mom, one second, one second. To my mother, mom, you too. Okay. I want to talk about a phenomenon that I have I had my name for but the internet has nicely christened it something else. Mhm. I used to call it sad song fall. Mhm. But I'm very happy to report that the internet has picked up and now we have sad girl autumn. It is my favorite time of any year. Like just that October to December period where you just get some of the best and saddest music ever cuz i thrive off of that shit no and the funny thing is you might be having the best day of your life but the minute like the song starts to play you're just like my life is a sham just i mean yeah 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 i tend to do that like melancholically lying in bed listening to music very loudly thing mm. quite intensely um but actually before you go ahead sorry mm-hmm. can we just talk about the moment of this entire year Are you referring to uh <laughs> the morning of um, November 12th? Yes, very much a, so. A very a, no- a normal Friday for most people. <laughs> the public evisceration of Jake Gyllenhaal and his career. You know, I want to feel bad for the guy. I really I do. I don't feel bad. But then when I heard the entire album like again because I stopped listening to the old version yeah, for same. obvious reasons. For anyone who doesn't understand, by the way, we're talking about Red Taylor's version. If that wasn't abundantly clear, and also, I don't want to be like we didn't, we shouldn't have had to explain this to you, <laughs> but like we shouldn't have had to explain that to you. Yeah, this is a courtesy. Yeah, I don't want to feel bad for him, but then I heard the rest of the entire album like again, and I'm just like, how do you not show up to your significant other's birthday event? You know, so so that plus um. I feel like before the re-release happened. Mm. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal was necessarily the most hated Taylor Swift ex. I think that's definitely John Mayer because of the song because of Dear John. Yeah, but at the same time Jake Gyllenhaal had a lot like against him like the fact that he doesn't shower for a month. Oh god. No, no, no. <laughs> oh god. I can't get that out of my head. Every time I look at him, and I like so Dakota Johnson is doing a lot of press with his sister, right, for the, her mm. new film, uh, The Lost Daughter. Margaret. So he's he's also there, right? So every time oh, I so see there him he next can to show her, up, but he can't show up to a twenty-first birthday party. I forget party. that every time he's next to him, just like Dakota, bitchari, like please, like close your nose or something. Like you shouldn't have to pass out because someone else doesn't know basic hygiene. <laughs> but no, I feel like he wasn't necessarily referred to as like the worst ex because mm. i think there was like the sort of relationship with the fans in terms of yeah i think he might have been the one that broke her heart the worst and he gave mm. us like such a sad but beautiful and tragic album mm. um <laughs> look look at that little pun oh thank you but after this After the ten-minute version and after the extended tracks, I'm like, you little piece, piece of, of shit. shit. Just Actual trash. Okay, so first thoughts. Tell me about your morning listening to Red Taylor's version. We'll get to we'll get to all too well. 
I had prepared myself for this. I charged my, uh, you know, those over-the-ear noise-canceling yeah, yeah, yeah. headphones because I was like, I want nobody to speak to me. I don't want anybody to look at me. Don't even breathe my air. Um, so I switched it on. Do you sometimes forget that you live in a room only by yourself and there will be no one else there? I have friends who like to see me. Must be nice. <laughs> I think you just burnt his tongue with his coffee. I did, I did. It's tea, but I did. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, put my headphones on, started listening, and as you know, I have to listen in order. Like with Fearless, there is a certain clarity and maturity to yeah, her voice. Yeah, her voice. And even with the, even with like the, the music, yeah, the production value as well, it just feels like an HD. That's the yeah, best way to yeah. describe it. And it's nice to kind of re-listen to all the songs and kind of put yourself back in those stories yeah which was quite nice well how was your morning how was your red morning <laughs> I, I'll, I'll just get to that but to, just to add quickly add to what you were saying I also feel like with this album in particular because for anyone that knows me they know that this is my Taylor Swift album mm-hmm. um, this is the one that I will put above everything else it's just mm-hmm. it just means a lot to me and it's what I listen to when I'm sad. It's what I listen to when I'm happy. So, it's like, I was just really looking forward to this particular release. The cool thing about it is that listening to 31-year-old Taylor sing 21-year-old Taylor songs, mm. it feels really cool and sort of... It feels like hindsight, you know? Like, she's, she's singing in hindsight. Yeah. And there is this new majority that is now... Put sort of put upon the songs because her voice has also changed so much in her delivery while she's trying to keep it the same there is there are small differences but those differences really work because it's it's almost like a warning to a sort of younger version of herself that's true actually which I just found really interesting but so w- the way I listen to albums that I'm really excited about for the first time especially Taylor Swift albums is I just never rush I don't rush myself into the album first thing in the morning like I'll I'm never going to be the person who wakes up at the time of release and like mm-hmm. listens to it half asleep. I want to prepare myself and my brain to mm-hmm. kind of get into it. All of that went out the door with this album. <laughs> <laughs> it came out at like 5 a.m. our time. I yeah. obviously didn't wake up at 5, but I woke up at 7, which is unheard. Unheard yeah, of I was going to say, like, see, I'm awake at 7. That is quite normal. He's <laughs> not awake at 7. <laughs> I'm really not awake at 7. Um... No, but I woke up out of excitement mm. and it was a Friday and I had a free day and I was like, okay, um, shit, this is, oh God, shit, it's happening. Ah. Um, so I start listening to it. I had also charged my headphones the night before I was getting ready, whatever. And I'm just sort of sitting in my bed and like, you know, when you're like just like lying in your bed, your blankets over here, your double chin is out. And you're just like sitting there in your feelings, listening to this music. And at some point I was like, you know what? Let's go get coffee. Mm. Also unheard of for me. It was like 8 a.m. at this point. Coffee. Weed doesn't weed is not uh, available for the public eye before, before noon. a certain time. So I put on my little yellow mustard fall themed beanie mm-hmm. and wore a fluffy jacket and I was like, okay, come on, let's let's go get coffee. And then just on my walk to the coffee shop, there was wind and there was like a crisp chill in the air and like some autumn leaves were flying around me. And if you think for the second that I didn't romanticize the fuck out of this, just I had the best time of my life and then I come home I had a class at 10am that I had to log into I was so scared that this album wouldn't finish before my class (laughs) so I 
ended up skipping a few of the the songs in the main version. I mean, in the original version, and then I eventually, like, I I skipped. I'll be very um, honest. I still can't listen to uh, the moment I knew. <laughs> I skipped that one, but I did. Go I, back I to can't it, do it. I just can't do it. Um, I skipped uh, Starlight, and then of course I got to All Too Well because I wanted to listen to the whole thing in order, and I wanted to end with like the magnum opus. But before mm-hmm. we get into that, can you quickly tell me your just a few opinions on the bonus tracks? Um, well, nothing new hits very hard. <laughs> Let's just start with that. <laughs> also, oh my god! Like, fa- can we talk about how Phoebe Bridgers is the first is woman the only in the, person in, to in the Swift get verse? Lines <laughs> to God of us. <laughs> Um, so nothing new was quite nice. Um, hard hitting but nice. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with I Bet You Think About Me. It's petty. It's vindictive. I love it. It's like it's Taylor. It's it's Taylor in her truest form. Yeah. <laughs> Even um, which is the other one? Um, very Better first man, night. Babe. Yeah. Babe. Oh my God! One second. Can we just talk about her version of Babe? It's just amazing. It's such a bop. Absolute bop. My favorite though was Forever Winter. That is a really nice one too. I just because like you know me, I like devastating things. Mm-hmm. Um, not a. This is fact. Not, no, I'm it's not a brand. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but Forever Winter just broke me. I was like, no, oh god, Taylor, stop it. Because like the moment <laughs> she goes, I didn't know you were breaking down. I was like, oh, but you're making me break down right now, Taylor. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Can we please all, get to... All too well. Can we, can we just go ahead? Like, I'm, I've been bouncing my seat at this point. Okay. So, I repeat, Jake Gyllenhaal. You piece of I don't give a shit, shit about Jake Gyllenhaal. This is her work. I'm trying to disassociate him with it. Can we talk about the lyrical prowess of a woman who was only 21 at the time? You know, so I keep going back to trying to figure out which was my favorite line. And I know I have multiple... Yeah. Choices throughout the day that I pick, but one of my favorite ones is just between us, the beloved family. The meme you too. And the thing is, okay, so this is going again. This is getting very deep, and this is kind of going back to the unreleased folklore episode where we all just where both the two of us, rather I say all <laughs> the two of us, just went. Uh, okay, so you've not heard this obviously because we didn't release that one. We because all we were talking about was how sad the whole album is. We now were just so sad. <laughs> as okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try and be as vague as I can about this because I don't want to invite any like energy into this space. But from someone who has been in a similar, mm-hmm. like not identical, similar situation. Mm-hmm. You, so I heard the five the regular version first and then yeah. obviously went to the 10 minute one the difference the depth that it goes into yeah and it's when I heard it the first time I was like this is not ending and I'm so happy it's not also, ending yeah it doesn't ending, feel like ending, 10 ending. minutes it but feels like a I, stream I, of just right? feeling but then I saw this tweet recently and it was like every time I listen to the 10 minute version I feel like it gets shorter and shorter, and shorter. yeah I agree <laughs> but that's one of my favorite lines and I watched the video the short film, sorry, once and I cannot oh. watch it again. I have seen it a bunch of times. It's fine. Please lie. add my view counts because I just I've can't seen do the it. SNL performance a thousand times. I'm sorry, the SNL performance was phenomenal. Some Absolutely of her best work. incredible. Also, like the the ability this woman has now, and I don't think she had this early in her career because I think it comes from like experience. 
but her ability to hold a fucking stage down with all attention on her for 10 solid minutes didn't they like top the billboard or something something recently it's the longest song to go number 1 and as it should be yeah that and it's where it should although, be although like female artists spotify records that day but, but, okay. and like let's let's talk about how did you feel about the tenmedo version oh my god okay so what was really sort of pleasantly surprising for me is like where the changes are Mm. Because I think we're so familiar with the structure of the original version mm-hmm. that then, like, suddenly when she goes into a different line, mm. like the um, after the twin size bed thing, yeah. she goes and you were talking about the khakis. I was like, oh my god, it's starting! It's starting! The new <laughs> version's here. The new version's here. Like it, it kind of like re- you actually then at that moment realize, oh shit, no, this is the ten minute version that I, that we've been waiting for this entire time. Yeah. But I think my favorite lyric is straight up just, I was never good at telling jokes, but the punchline goes, I get yes. older, but your lovers stay my stay age. Stay my age. I was like, Taylor, it's that. It, wait, it's that gif of like Camille Grammer in the Real Housewives saying, "Yes, <laughs> we can't say it, but now we said it." <laughs> <laughs> There's one more line that kind of I want to add, like as an honorary mention. Hang on, let me just kind of go through it in my head and come up with it. Um, All's well that ends well, but I'm in the new hell. No, no, we've gone past that trauma. Wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> A never needy, no, ever lovely jewel who shines reflects on you. Can I think you. without you telling me? <laughs> One second. Yeah, so it kind of continues on from my favorite one. So it's just between us. Did the love affair maim you too? Because in the cities, bare and cold, I still remember <sighs> the first fall of snow and how it glistened as it fell. I remember. I it remember all it all I'm too well. I'm just like well. this is beautiful because she really paints a picture with her. Yeah. Also, you know what I found really impressive with because mm. after you've sort of heard the whole song and then yeah. you. sort of go back to the what yeah. is i guess you can consider sort of the edited version which is also the original version it's also sort of her ability to edit because she broke down this long sort of na- this long story that had a very coherent narrative to it mm. and then the parts that she cuts out and then the fact that she chooses to bring the scarf back at the end of the 5 minute version yeah is just such a smart editorial decision that now we can kind of look at and be like mm. you made a whole song out of a much larger song yeah like you like we thought the 5 minute version was her like masterpiece you know but you know as like i know i will hum this entire 10 minute track for the rest of my life mm. my biggest achievement this weekend was being able to sing the entire song without like hip- hiccuping once and same <laughs> but you know as it gets towards the end of the song um when she starts talking about um well not really there's like a like a like a fade out verse yeah yeah right? wind in my hair was there something like that. um it like the only word that comes to my mind is haunting it's like this like a like a like yeah. the ghost of a past kind of thing that's just like you know what this will stay with us forever in a beautiful way now yeah also But, like It's interesting that you say haunting because I am fairly certain that speak now is next. I you know what as much as I would love that I really am praying it's 1989 I think because 1989 you know is probably be one of the last because it's Listen, the biggest. Listen then why is why are there five layers in the cake? Why are there seagulls on the cake? 
explain yourself i mean we know 1989 is done because she's already released wildest dreams the minute you just wait until i get my hands on this woman okay this cryptic psycho that is driving my brain can insane can you stop dashing any hopes we have of beating her by create by making her health a security risk <laughs> do you uh, listen have you seen the fandom do you think we are the risk <laughs> you and I me are a podcast you most certainly are <laughs> Listen, this is a team situation. <laughs> there's no we. No, no. I mean, sorry. There's no I. There's yeah, no we. What? <laughs> okay, so moving on. Can you tell me I haven't done this in a while? What the way we're like scrambling onto tangents. Okay, so that's Sad Girl Autumn Part One. I just wanted to throw a few like other Sad Girl Autumn picks. Silk Sonic's new album, fantastic Sad Girl Autumn moment. Summer Walker's new album. I think it's one of the most heartbreaking, heart-wrenching, beautiful albums of of 2021 and I, I think everyone should listen to it. But the queen has returned. She really has and how? You know, I tweeted this out when Easy on Me came out. Mhm. And I just remember being like it is so good to hear Adele sing again. Yeah. And then when the album came out, I was like fuck, it is so good to hear Adele. <laughs> But Sing some again. of the songs I was listening to it on the train the other day. Some of the songs are so like not a Delhi, but so a Delhi. Yeah, I also feel like it's her most. It's the most experimental and sort of exactly. self-assured she's ever been. Love it. Love to see it. Also, um, so I haven't watched the CBS performance yet, but I have seen the ITV one. And, and I haven't seen the, the ITV, but I've yeah. seen the CBS. So okay, so this should be a good like critical situation. Yeah. Basically, tete tete. The ITV one. has the okay my favorite moment from the ITV one is the internet's favorite moment Emma Thompson just dancing yeah. in the middle of the crowd I She's really want to watch us. it because like it's just more british and like it's more british it's and funny the, the humor is so good like Alan Cast that's going to make you feel my love <laughs> cuz i feel like the CBS one because that's also designed for more american audiences is very just can we just talk about the proposal though in the CBS one one second one second before you start before you start mm. my favorite line and this is why i know adele and i will be best friends okay is she goes i need everyone to just be really bloody quiet if you if you make a sound i will kill you <laughs> this is why i know adele and i would be best friends yeah sure as if you don't want to be best friends with adele oh i would love to be best friends with adele maybe we should invite her on the podcast yeah i think let's give our best shot Honestly, let's email her the worst thing yeah, she yeah, can yeah. say is no. Yeah, so email ID is in the public domain also. Yes, Adele at Adele dot com. Who knows? Watch me email Taylor Swift at Taylor Swift dot com. <laughs> no, no, that's not going to be. It's going to be Taylor Swift thirteen at Taylor Swift dot com. Oh, oh, Blondie at Taylor Swift. No, no, no even worse, Dibbles. <laughs> Okay, we're alienating the rest of our audience. Uh, <laughs> It's been a while, guys. Like we're just easing you into this, getting you familiar again. Okay. My eyes are finally melted. The last thing that I definitely wanted to talk about mm-hmm. is what the last ID article I read mm-hmm. referred to as the manic pixie dream boyfriend. Oh. And by that I mean Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. And, and the most recent edition Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian and you know, I read like a tweet like, the other day I read a tweet I'm sorry I have to cut you short but I read a tweet the other day where it said 
Neil Davidson is going to date the Queen of England next. Uh, first of all, agreed. Second of all, I know that this is not new news. But like, okay, we're recording this like on the 29th of November. And as I learned very recently, my brother didn't even know Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox were dating. And I'm just like, what rock have you been living under? Okay, but no. So, Manic Pixie Dream Boyfriend. I do want to like, I'm just going to read out a small paragraph from this article on ID. Uh-huh. The Manic Pixie Dream Boyfriend is not a new concept. In fact, the cut coined the term in an essay all the way back in the pre-pandemic Days of 2015, eight years after AV Club writer Nathan Rabin, 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 whatever, uh-huh. co- coined its predecessor. The Manic Pixie Dream Boyfriend is the self-mythologizing, free-spirited dude who's determined to make your life magical whether you want it or not. Mm. He is the kind of man irresistible to goal-oriented, career-driven women who need a break from obsessing about hitting their life markers, one of which is dating the men they feel are... Sup- Dating the men they feel they are supposed to be dating. The MPDB is free-spirited. He lives in the moment. His total lack of tangible ambition is at first refreshing before it becomes presumably inner. You listen to the Smiths name five songs way annoying. I feel like I would be so annoyed if I dated someone like that. Okay. What else do we have to talk about? That's it. I feel like this is unhinged enough. I feel like that last sentence you should keep in the recording. I plan to. Can you tell we edited out a conversation? I mean, it's fine. There are some things we should just keep to ourselves. But before we wrap up, because we will, because I have to edit this, um, we have been working on season two. In fact, just a little um, Easter egg, if you will. Oof. We recorded a premiere episode last week and we are so, 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 so excited about it. Uh, we've got some guests lined up, we're in talks with more. Um, it's, a, it's a process, it's coming together. It is, it is a process, it is coming together. If there is someone that you would like to see on the podcast or here, whatever, send us a message, review us on Apple Podcasts, let us know. I mean, I would go as far to say, send them also a message and be like, Hey, <laughs> why don't you DM the Tuesday White <laughs> Help also, us out, reduce our work. <laughs> do it. Also, um, when, okay, I was going to hold this for the first episode and I still might, we don't know. Basically, I have lived in this country for a very long duration and I have a switch at the back of my head, as some friends would call it. Yeah. Oh, I know where this is going. Yeah, and I just want to put this out there now so that I don't get DMs from random people. When I speak to people who have also lived here, the switch flips. Okay? The accent changes. It evolves. Deal with it. Evolves <laughs> feels like a... I don't want messages saying, oh my god, what is that accent? Keep it to yourself. Or, or alternatively, DM me. Yeah, DM him. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. DM me being like... Why, is why does she sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've learned For to... all some of these slanders. <laughs> direct yourselves to at Mishra on Instagram. Yes, she doesn't want to hear it. Or Mishra on Twitter. She still doesn't want to hear it. Can you tell that I have learned Sam's promo techniques from last season? <laughs> He's learning. We've, we've taught him well. 
We. We. You and who else, Sam? <laughs> the glass of wine. <laughs> oh. Okay, shall we? Shall we call it? Yeah, I I can't remember how we used to end this. <laughs> I don't either, man. But oh, uh, okay, let me try. Let me try. Hang on, we don't have our document open. Hang on, let me try. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tuesday Wine Club. <laughs> we are really, really, really looking forward to season two. Can you believe we made it? Um, remember to follow us on Instagram. You know what feels most Wine exciting Club. is that um, we are so constantly surprised at our own success. Why did you interrupt me in the middle of my? Keep it set? in. Keep it in. Keep going. Remember to follow us on Instagram with the Tuesday Wine Club. You can also find Veer and my uh, profiles. Personal handles. Personal handles. Over. See, we're trying. We're evolving. We love the engagement. Go check out our profiles. You might find new content. Who knows? I mean, obviously, it's been a few months. Yes, that's why I'm telling them to go there and find the new content. Spam us. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, chaos. <laughs>